welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome back to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. And this episode is brought to you by my annual Bliss Project event. You can go to theblissproject.info if you want to join us. It is three days of the most beautiful exercises, workshops, speakers, yoga, meditation. It is meant to accelerate your growth and elevate your life in the quickest amount of time possible. On top of that, you're finally going to meet your supportive tribe and create incredible memories and carry them with you for the rest of your life. So if you're ready to elevate, if you're ready to bust through your fears and truly work through what is blocking you, then this is exactly where you want to be. This is a life-changing event that only happens once a year. It is March 2nd through the 4th in Newport Beach, California. It is the most beautiful time of year, you guys. I would love to see you there. And if you want more info, definitely go now because tickets are selling out really fast. Theblissproject.info and I will see you there. So you guys, I am thrilled to chat today with Mike Zeller. He, We actually met because he is in my mastermind that we do with Lewis Howes, who has um, the School of Greatness podcast. And immediately Chris and I clicked with him because he is such an amazing conversationalist. The things, uh, the thing that I love about Mike the most is that he does not even know how to just talk about surface level things. He dives right in and wants to know you at a soul level. So Mike is a socially minded entrepreneur. He's currently based in Nashville. He believes that business exists first to serve the world and make it a better place. Profit is secondary, but necessary for sustainability. He's launched and developed nine businesses in five different industries, bringing in over $100 million in total sales revenue. And he likes to add that he was once a hand model. <laughs> you'll, you'll hear his sense of humor come through. So he enrolls himself under the mentorship of world-renowned leaders such as Tony Robbins, Peter Diamantes, Jay Abraham, and many others. Uh, Mike inspires people to invest in themselves and big ideas and coaches and mentors them through this mastermind and his online courses, which Chris and I have actually uh, personally worked one-on-one with him. We're actually working on projects right now with him and I am loving it. So we talk a bit about that and so much more. So you guys, I can't wait for you to listen in on this conversation. So let's get started. Mike, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so excited to have you on. Lori, I am likewise super pumped and thanks for having me on. You are you and Chris are amazing and so it's an honor anytime I get to spend a little bit of time with you guys. Oh, I love that. We feel the exact same way and we had a blast, um, what was that, two weeks ago just hanging out and getting to know you and your beautiful fiance a little bit better. And I let me tell you something. 
I must really, really enjoy your company and think you're amazing because you are the only person who has ever gotten me to read a book that is 700 <laughs> pages. Like, <laughs> oh. okay, so I'm reading The Agony and the Ecstasy right now about Michelangelo because of you. And I'm like, every time I think of putting it down and not reading it anymore, I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm going to keep reading this for him. But then I get so into it that I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. But I never would have started, honestly, if you wouldn't have sold me on this extremely <laughs> long book. I know. It is, it's a beast, but it is, it's so much fun, isn't it? Like the history and the richness and, and, and the parallels for us today are still there. You know, there's a lot of uh, inspiration for us as creators, I feel like. Oh my God. It was, it's so good that it, I'm, and I'm getting so lost in the story because I have to be honest, I'm like a, a serial self-development, um, book reader, which is amazing, but sometimes you can hit a wall with it. And mm -hmm. it's been really fun to dive into someone else's life and also just, um, seeing the creative process, especially so many years ago. And just, there'll be one sentence, right. That you're just like, <gasps> it just slays you. It's so amazing that it can, it, it was so true back then. And it's still so true now. So you guys, if you're up for 700 pages, I mean, this is the guy who <laughs> will give you plenty of books on that. So what are you reading right now? Uh, good question. I am reading, uh, several books, uh, Jack Welch's straight from the gut, which is not nearly as eloquently written, but then, uh, lust for life about Vincent Van Gogh. Mm. And I just finished the secret again, and uh, let's see, also another marketing book that escapes me at the moment. But uh, those are those are the main ones that I'm reading right now. Mm. So, so yeah. what made you read The Secret again? What was it that you were like, I need to, to reread that to hear it again? Good, good question. Actually, it was, it was uh, one of Chris's podcasts mm. um, where he talks about he had a little mini podcast on abundance. And then he mentioned another podcast as well. And just the mentality of, of shifting your life from abundant from like scarcity to abundance and mm -hmm. something I realized I still need to work on. Mm -hmm. And and life can be you know, there's a constant improvement of how do I stay in flow with what I'm created to be or who I'm created to be and what I'm created to do and, and not strive. Like I've I've bootstrapped so many different ventures and driven some projects forward and and at times it's created enormous stress in my life because mm -hmm. I did not do it um uh, I was a I was a few steps ahead of where I should have been mm. in terms of taking on the ventures mm -hmm. so that's why I read it again I love that because as somebody who you guys he, he reads more than basically anyone I think I've ever actually met potentially um, so I love hearing that, you know, you still have these spots of awareness that you're like, Oh, I could really work on that. Can you tell me what, what that looks like? Because I truly believe that the people who are the most self-aware are the ones who are the most successful. So what does it feel like you said, you noticed this little area where you felt like you could get better. What was it that you noticed, um, that made you want to do that? So when some things in your life, for me, it was some things in my life were just not stacking up the way they needed to, where, um, you know, I had taken on a few too many projects, I, you know, too many employees at once, like, yeah. and, and I needed to figure out how to reallocate some things. How do I, how do I also like 
do stuff that brings me life. And there were some, certain elements in my life that were just br- bringing me down in terms of energetically, they were bringing me death. Mm. And it, it, instead of, so, so I had to shift some of that because when, you know, life is too short to be doing stuff that you hate or spending time with people that zap the energy from you. And, and sometimes also, as I've been journeying on this entrepreneurial uh, journey for, you know, 10 years now, the, I started realizing what brought me life, you know, even a year ago, but much less five or six or seven years ago, doesn't bring me the same amount of life anymore because mm. I'm yearning for growth and progress. And so, you know, right now my next domain that I want to master and I, I'm well on my way, but you know, I want to shift. I feel like I'm in the top 5% right now, but mm-hmm. within the next year, I want to be in the top 1% of online marketers of mm. just knowing how to build sales funnels, knowing how to write copy, knowing how to sell uh, products online that make a difference, you know? So if, if I have products and services I believe in, how do I, how do I get it out there? Because the best idea doesn't always win. Mm. And so I'm, I'm having fun with that. That's my new, new playground. You know, I just noticed, and there's so much I could dive into there and we have to get into your story in a second, but uh, so many things I just noticed you said were a million questions to yourself and not questions of why you can't get through it, but how can you, or how can you be better? And that is, that's one of the biggest steps is these empowering questions that are going to move you forward. And you're, you, you're constantly the little bit of time I've gotten to spend with you asking yourself questions. And I watch you go to work, solving them immediately in your, in your brain and just empowering questions. How, how does this work? Where could I get better? What could I read? What could I do? Who could I be surrounded by? And that's something that is so incredibly powerful. So I would love for you to share um, a little bit of your backstory. If, if first you could tell us what you're doing now, because you are a serial entrepreneur. So there's a lot, but I love that. I feel the exact same way. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing now, but, and then how you got started. Yeah. Great question. So Right now, I've got uh, five or six different businesses. Um, two of them are in real estate focus, one digital marketing, uh, and a marketing agency that I have where we focus on e-commerce brands and online marketing, primarily in building out sales funnels and stuff. And then I've got, um, let's see, what's the other men's fashion line that uh, just started a couple years ago. Then I got a sustainable fashion company mainly focused on home goods uh, that is getting ready to launch um, in the next six months, I would say. Um, got an all-natural health cleanse system as well with two naturopathic doctors uh, that we're, we're in pre-launch. We're only in 60 to 90 days away as well with that. So that's what I'm up to now and got a few other smaller projects in the works too. But you know, five years ago, I was just in real estate. And, and I had gotten to the point where I was burned out. Like I literally was at the point of, Hey, I've pretty much mastered this, this field. I'm bored. And if I do this the rest of my life, just this, mm-hmm. I'm going to die. Like my soul is going to die. I'm not going to physically die yet, but my soul will die. Mm-hmm. And not because I don't believe in it. I believe investing in real estate is one of the smartest decisions people can make if they invest wisely, but I knew I was meant for something more. And, um, and so I took a mini sabbatical inspired by four hour work week 
and uh, went to Argentina for uh, almost a month and a half and unplugged, like literally did not turn my cell phone on, set up a whole new email account, mzellersabbaticals at gmail.com, and only like five people had that email, and played, you know, Mm -hmm. read like 12, 13 books while I was down there, had fun, and, uh, and, you know, had my business covered while I was gone. Mm-hmm. So I set that up, but it was like a nice little mini sabbatical and that shifted everything where I became aware that I was called to be an entrepreneur and create businesses. Um, like my motto is like, I create businesses that, uh, enrich the world and make it a better place. That's, that's what I create. That's what I drive forward. And, um, uh, so I came back and started three new businesses that year, that wow. following year. And, um, yeah, so I've been on it ever since. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's so I'm in this I'm in this place right now where I'm just reminding myself play is productive and I need to make more time mm-hmm. for that. So it's amazing how going away and doing nothing probably created more productivity in your life and happiness and yeah. fulfillment than you could have pushed through. So, question: What is bringing you the most life right now out of all of those things? Hmm. Great question. Um. I would say a couple things. Uh, I love, you know, I love sessions like we had with, you know, you and Chris, where we got to just dive into storyboarding the Lori Harder brand, like mm-hmm. those type things, like bring me joy and fulfillment. And and frankly, like while I was facilitating that, I felt like I was in just a deep state of flow. Like mm-hmm. I felt I was unearthing some of the core tenets of the difference you guys are making in the world and what you're about and, and anchor points and everything. So that was fun. I love that. Then the, uh, the rising stars mastermind, that's one of, uh, so I take, uh, entrepreneurs through that. And it's, it's typically the core emphasis is how do I, um, shift from being a business operator to being a business owner, mm. a business owner has so much more freedom than a business operator. And most of us start out and and really build ourselves a great job. But then at the end of the day, we come to dislike the imprisonment that job may give us. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where I was at with my real estate business. I was making great money, but I couldn't escape it. Mm-hmm. So describe a little bit more what those differences are, like how people can really peg themselves what place they're in right now. Yeah, so good question. If you... If you're a business operator, you're probably making almost all of the all of the decisions. The uh, the business does not run without you. Meaning, if you step away, a lot of you know crap hits the fan. Mm-hmm. Um, you're heavy lifting everything. Um, you you might um, it, you carry the burden of the business majorly. Now as a as a business owner, you're still going to carry some of the burdens of it, but there's six key things I feel like a business owner does. And and, and you know, you might like right now in my real estate business, I operate maybe 20% in the operator mode mm-hmm. and 80% in the business owner mode. Mm-hmm. In my mastermind, I'm the reverse, right? Mm-hmm. So so a business owner, I feel like, does six core things. He, he or she sets the vision. So you got to, everyone, like people yearn and are hungry for vision. Mm. Um, so that's number one. Then you um, allocate uh, resources. Like where am I going to invest 
human capital, where am I going to invest dollars, where am I going to, like, where should we spend this, where should we do that? The third thing is uh, you make key strategic decisions. Like, you know, this is going to be our channel and our focus. This is going to be the type of person we hire. This is um, the product that we start with, you know, things like that. Fourth is recruiting and developing like a player or a high level talent. Um, that what I've noticed is, is I've grown, you know, I have around 25 team members now. I've had as many as like 55 people on my team and recruiting all-star talent is so fundamental. And when you get, when you get like one a player on your team that just crushes it, it makes it so much easier to get another one. And a players don't need to be managed. They just need to be led. And, um, then another one, the fifth one is like, um, build and develop, uh, organizational health. So it's like, you, know, you got to keep the check in the organizational temperature. Um, so that's, that's the fifth one. And to be honest, the sixth one is escaping me at the moment, but I'll come back to it. We'll find it. So, <laughs> we'll yes, get it. Yes. So. <laughs> okay. I, and I love you guys, what he was talking about before we did what would you call that? Was it storyboarding, story branding? It was yeah. so much clarity. What What do you call it exactly? We call it storyboarding, and it okay. is. It comes from uh, you know we're certified as uh, story brand copywriters, which is Donald Miller's uh, course and program, and then we're also digital marketer certified as well. So kind of trained by some of the best training platforms in the country. So we've, we've attempted to do things like this alone for sure, especially Chris and I are trying to get re- a lot of, a lot more clarity around our brand and really get uh, super pointed with our message so that we can help people more. You know, I, like you, I have so many interests that sometimes that can get really confusing to your people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, yes, so I'm like, oh, but I like this this week. So you're going to like it too. <laughs> <laughs> so true. it was super helpful to get a lot of clarity on exactly who I'm speaking to to and exactly the things that we really love to share. And there was so much more. So that was one of the most helpful things. So I'm glad that you enjoyed it as much as we did because we're still feeling, we just, it's going to be carried throughout everything we're doing. I think everyone is really going to feel that in our business. So you guys, that was so awesome. So I want to hear more about, you have an e-course. What is it called? Mm. And tell me about it because I'm super excited. Yeah, it's called the Entrepreneur's Roadmap to Freedom. And it's just all about, what we've talked about there where it just, um, you know, it's how do I, how do I increase? Like, I feel like life in life, you should be able to win at both. You should be able to increase your business, but also increase your freedom and your quality of life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we feel like, uh, the people that I can either take it easy and just build a nice, comfortable life. Um, but I would give up the growth. I don't want to give up the growth, but I, I, I want to also enjoy life. Like I want a good life quality. I don't, I don't believe necessarily in the pure grinded out mentality, like, you know, Gary Vanderchuk or something like that. Like where you're just like, you look at Gary, he looks old, he looks a lot <laughs> older than he should. Take a nap. Uh, I mean, I love Gary. I've I do too. Lot. I love him. But the dude freaking looks like he, he's, he looks beat down like he's he's beat himself into a pulp it mm-hmm. looks like so um you know i have uh, 
I take care. I know you guys, you and Chris take care of yourselves so mm-hmm. well. And, but, you know, creating energy restoration mm-hmm. as well. Like how do I reju- live in a state of, of flow, live in that sweet spot, you know, where you're just in the zone. And I know I seem a little, I might seem a little, whatever, metaphysical or something, but when you are in that state of where you're in peak energy and your mm-hmm. and your physical, your mental, your spiritual, and your emotional level, like you can go and crush, you know, two or three hours worth of work and produce more than you would have in 40 hours. Mm-hmm. You know, now I, I still work, you know, 50 or 60 hours a week, lots of times, but uh, I'm in a state of flow a lot more than I used to be where I just ran hard all week long. You know, I create breaks and rhythms in my life so that, so I, I'm rejuvenated and I'm energized at eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. not just toast. I love that. And you can get as metaphysical and woo woo as you want on here. Cause we love that. <laughs> um, feel free. This is your playground. That's so right. They understand the language. I use it all the time. Um, so with that said, I love from a male perspective though, because you know, uh, I think that men feel this way as much as women feel this way, that we want to feel re-energized. We want that time to play. We want that time to recharge or we don't feel inspired. And I think the world around us is telling us, especially now as females as well, you know, I know men have been getting that message to like, go work, 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 crush it, just kill it, keep going no matter what, the stress, just push through it. It's like, uh, but I don't get spoken to, like, I don't hear my soul. I don't get inspired mm-hmm. after a certain point. And that's my time that says, oh my God, sister, go take a break, like go do something fun or go recharge. So what does that feel like to you when you know, and what do you do and how do you build in those, um, times for you? Yeah. So great question. So the, the other book, I think I, did I buy you power of full engagement or send it to you? I it's can't next. remember. I'm just getting through it's this one 700 great. page book right now. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Um, <laughs> but I'm excited yeah. about it. Yeah. But the beauty of that book is it like, it's actually a practice in rejuvenation mm. when you're reading something that's not directly productive, even though, and actually that is productive. So, but the, uh, the other book, um, that we cover and we dive into the energy quadrants in the course and in my mastermind, but the, uh, it, power of full engagement mm. that like, if your listeners can hear two things to read that will just rock your world, shift you. If you haven't read four hour work week, it's the only other book I've read four times, Mm. but then that power of full engagement, which is, it gave me the secret, which I needed is like a hard driver. Like I'm motivated. I'm hungry. I don't want to go and slay the dragon and then slay Mm. the mother of the dragon. (laughs) So like, so, so I'm hungry, but I wanted, I, I was at the edge of burnout so many times. Right. And that book gave me the justification of, hey, it's not about time management as much as it is about energy management. Because if I'm living in the zone and in those four areas, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, I can dive in and I can deliver so much value. And so you create rhythms like you look at at the course of your life, your body your, our bodies are designed to live in rhythms. And so, so many of our rhythms are interrupted by our cell phones, right? Like it's, they're always on, we're always being notified. Like, you know, you look at, at the way we're human beings and we're actually meant to kind of like live in this nature element. And if you look, nature has a rhythm. The sun comes up, 
the sun goes down. It's down for like nine or 10 hours a day. Um, you know, you have uh, animals don't like stress and strain like we do as humans. We're frantic with our activity sometimes. Mm -hmm. And and so like polar bears, for example, in, in the zoo, uh, this is one of my favorite analogies of polar bears, if they're on display seven days a week, guess what happens to their coat? Didn't they shed it all or they stress? They, it turns yellow. Oh. So if you go to a zoo and you see these polar bears that have yellow feet and yellow, you know, a bunch of yellow mm. uh, coloring, it, it's signs of they're living in stress because they didn't take a day off. Oh, that makes so, me sad. <laughs> right? Yeah, but we do it to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's it's deep rooted even spiritually, like in the Sabbath of, you know, uh, it's we're supposed to take a Sabbath. Mm -hmm. It was such a big deal. And we're supposed to take times off that we violate our very nature mm -hmm. every time we do that. And so so I like my rhythm is I like one day off a week. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and the other days, some of the days might be a little lighter and more fun. Like for me, my work is I get to hang out with great people like you guys, right? Mm. <laughs> That's, yeah, there are people I want to spend time with, which is back to the life and death thing. I, mm -hmm. I'm selectively choosing the time, the people and the opportunities I, I invest my energy in. And, and it gives me more energy so I can invest more deeply and I can deliver more powerfully, right? Mm. But then during my day, you know, I, when I'm in meetings, um, like people, my mom, uh, team members, even clients sometimes get a little frustrated every now and then because I'm in airplane mode mm -hmm. lots of times. Like I'm in airplane mode right now. My cell phone is not open. I'm fully present to Lori Harder. Mm -hmm. And that's a, so I zone in to my experiences, which if people look at, oh, Mike, you're so distracted. You got six different businesses. That's true. But I'm also really focused because mm -hmm. when I'm present to those businesses, I'm present to them. Mm -hmm. And I'm present to the people I'm with. And I give people the gift of my presence and I want to experience the gift of their presence. And then, so that's one key thing because every time you task switch, there's no multitasking is, is BS, but every time you task switch, it takes you 13 minutes to shift back into whatever you were doing before. Wow. And until I started, sorry, go Larry. No, that's amazing. Wow, I can see that in my life. Go ahead. Yeah, so like until I started this airplane mode thing, I, I would, by five or six o'clock, my brain would just be fried. Mm. You know, it's almost six o'clock here in Nashville and I have another five or six hours of activities like dinner, another little workout, few phone calls, you know, knock out a couple things present with my fiance. You know, I've got, I've got, I'm going to end up at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night feeling still good like I could mm. still go if I wanted but I'm instead of the yo-yo like instead of just mm. shredded 
So how did you, okay, so I love that and I can absolutely see where the energy would be saved a million percent. In fact, I'm, so I, I kind of have started a little bit of something like that, but you just made it really mm-hmm. clear for me. So thank you for that. Um, so how do you, when you first started doing it, start to avoid the desire and the addiction <laughs> mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. crack out on your phone or to look around or to, you know, all of the little distractions because it is like I mean it's it's a bit painful I've been trying to leave my phone and behind mm-hmm. and I notice my body physically like craving my telephone and it's not on me oh, which yeah. is fantastic but how did you start avoiding it or I mean yeah. dodging it yeah it's a good question well first I had to give myself justification mm. right that I'm actually hurting myself when I realize I'm hurting myself I'm hurting the results like I'm I'm results driven Mm-hmm. I'm not delivering to my clients to like, I remember, I remember one day I was, uh, this is like eight years ago. I actually no, it's almost 11 or 12 years ago. I was walking through a house with a client. You know, at that time I was just a, a realtor here in Nashville, Tennessee. And I was walking through a house with a client and I was a zombie. Like I was just mentally, emotionally checked out because I was I had not created the rhythms in my life. And I was like, I've got to change this Mm. because I was angry. I started getting angry with friends, with, you know, I I, just short tempered. I had become more short tempered than I normally am. Like, and so I started, I got back into the practice of one, like uh, turning my phone off Mm. and leaving it off until most days it doesn't come on until eight or nine o'clock in the morning. So I start with the principle of feeding myself. And instead of, so I start my day instead of my tank being empty and instead of reacting and being pulled and directed, like just imagine you're a human being Mm. and, and you're out in the middle of the street, Lori, and you've got a dozen people pulling on your, your rope strings. You're trying to go forward with your life, trying to go forward, but you get, keep, everyone keeps dragging and pulling you in so many different directions. Mm. That's what we are doing when we are flipping, when we're reactionary to our phones. And and that's one of the hardest things to do because we're somewhat conditioned mm. um, or heavily conditioned. And we're like, oh, I got to do this. on Like my phone, no notifications except for text messages. Mm. Um, that's essentially it. I don't have the email, Facebook, uh, Instagram like that the marketers like us as marketers we want that because mm-hmm. we want to be able to redirect your focus oh you're working on this thing that you're trying to create no buy my stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> sign up for this you right. know pay attention to me uh, or I just liked your photo come back and, and <laughs> check out what I did on Instagram right you know um, so having that habit of like if I want to build a great life and do the great work that I'm called to and, and succeed at the level I want to in my family life, in my work life, with my friendships, I've got to be present and I've got to be directing my own life, not in this responsive put out fire mode. Mm. So important and just such a good reminder for me right now because I'm just I'm noticing that in my own life and how much more I could get done 
if I could just make these small shifts, it's just around social media. That's it for me because I get mm-hmm. really excited around like launches and things, but I'm always yeah. doing launches and things. So <laughs> it's kind of like, I don't need to be there. It goes along with your entire, um, entrepreneur's roadmap to freedom too. I don't need to be there. It's going to work mm-hmm. without me. I, I did kind of my work already mm-hmm. so I can, I can take a break. <laughs> I can get away yeah. from it to go create more or do something that serves a little bit more than just kind of over like what am I even doing help me I'm just kidding (laughs) but that's how it feels you feel a little bit crazy and that's the first sign is like you just you don't you don't feel good like I you feel off very off like things just aren't right so that's kind of how I've been feeling lately and I'm like nope we're gonna we're gonna check in here so okay what is one of the hardest things that you've had to walk away from in order to become the person that you are now Oh, I don't know. You you were going to ask me this this type of question. This is hard. <laughs> um, hardest things. Um, initially, it, it it comes like letting go of limiting beliefs around the nature of control. Mm. Um, that's probably one of the hardest things that. And, and then you have to do it at each level. Every time you're going up in terms of your team mm-hmm. and your scale, you got to let go of certain decisions and responsibilities. And, and also you got to let go of your mindset. Like if I have, for example, one of the common, uh, I like to call it the middle class mindset, mm-hmm. which is I do everything. If I can save, you know, 30 bucks an hour for a painter, and I can paint it myself, then I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. right? And and when I'm bought into that sort of mindset, then I've actually just limited, uh, instead of looking at, you know, there's activities that I do that can genuinely produce $4,000, $10,000 an hour for the activities that I do. Now, you know, I might only have two or three hours of those a week or a month sometimes, but that's what I need to do more of. And I need to do less of this 20, 30, $50 an hour, even $200 an hour activity. If, if that's not something that also brings me joy. Mm. Um, some of those things like, man, I'm, I'm getting really adept at putting together strategic partnerships, my mastermind that those type of things come easily to me. Actually creating the course was pretty easy. I mapped it out in three hours, mm-hmm. uh, on an airplane trip. Uh, actually back from our uh, greatness mastermind Hmm. on the back partly inspired by you and Chris I sat down mapped it out on my way back and uh, two days later we shot the videos and and I told my team I'm like hey guys we're doing a course let's set up video for Thursday Hmm. (laughs) and let's rock it out and we did and then we built it out you know my team built out the landing pages and all that stuff email sequences and, um, and that brought me a lot of, a lot of joy. Where, where was I going with that? Uh, well, I love that you're talking about this because it's going back to the entrepreneur's roadmap to freedom, which is so, um, you know, you, you've been talking a lot about life and death and I mm-hmm. want to jump into that because I want you to explain exactly what, cause that's, that's really, those are really graphic words, right? It's life or it's death. And I love that you use them because it really is a matter of life and death. So I want mm-hmm. you to, um, just expand a little bit on why you use those and how you get people to know what those are in your course. 
Yeah. So, so literally we have certain activities, certain people, even certain foods that bring you life and certain activities, people and foods or whatever that bring you death. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I have people do, and you can do it, just take out a sheet of paper or in your notebook, whatever you're working on and write out all the activities during the course of a week on one sheet, write out life and just write out every single activity that brings you life. Mm -hmm. Then on the other side or on another sheet, write out everything that brings you death. And then, then you start figuring out, all right, how do I schedule more of the life stuff in my, in my life? How, what do I need to do to make that happen? Where do I need to spend money? What do I need? Uh, what shifts do I need to make? Then on the death side, just going through and tracking it. Ideally, I mean, you can get a jump start right now and do it, and that would be terrific. I'd be, you know, 80% of the way there. But then track you'll find out you'll get another 20 30 percent over the course of a week if you track it for at least three or four days if not a week and then you start reducing it um so in my mastermind we focus on that and we help people um get past some of like i've helped guys hire their first assistants and stuff like that and that just shifts their world because no longer are they they were brilliant and, and incredibly gifted, but they were handcuffed by trying to do all this administrative stuff that mm. was not their skill set, and that just brought them death. And so the fact of, like, one of one of the guys in the group, he bought, he went from buying, like, six or seven homes a month, I'm sorry, a year, to where he bought, between first quarter and second quarter, he bought 19 homes wow. in one quarter after the first mastermind because he had a team. And he can move so much faster and he was having so much fun doing it instead of, dude, I got to handle all this, all these logistical nightmares that are not my skill set. Mm. You know? I, I feel like that just applies to every, it doesn't matter where you are in life. It's everybody's life. You know, one of the, the very yeah. first things I did as an entrepreneur, especially living in the Midwest, it was it like, it was kind of not spoken of much, but I hired a house cleaner. Yeah, <laughs> and I even that being so small, I remember feeling guilty about it too because it was I was that middle class mindset. Like I'm gonna save the money, I'm gonna do everything myself because I can, because I'm capable. And I swear to you, somewhere I thought I was gonna win some blue ribbon every <laughs> single week that someone was gonna come and give to me. Instead, I got exhausted, and it was a strain on my relationship trying to do it all. And it was like, how about you just let go? And I can't believe how effective that's been. And I love that in your you know, in masterminds and in courses, I think one of the biggest things is, is permission and for someone to look at you outside and say, what are you doing? Like, this is what you're good at. This is your zone of genius. So how do you help people find exactly what they're good at, what they have to offer? Great question. So I'm a huge believer in those personality tests. You know, I've done, uh, we, in my mastermind and the course, we recommend people um, take the disc profile, which is free. You can go to TonyRobbins.com on that, find the disc profile, um, or just Google it. Uh, Strings Finder, uh, Myers-Briggs, and then we do another thing called the Colby, and we're going to actually do the Enneagram as well soon. But the, the more clarity I have, like, guys, I mean, think about it. We've got one life to live. I'm, I'm 38 years old right now. I've got at least probably another 50 years, you know, on this earth. Do I want to spend 
another year, another five years, another 10 years doing stuff that I'm not skilled at, that don't bring me life, and that is not fit my wiring, does not fit my wiring. A lot of people do. Like, it's crazy how many people just accept, hey, this is now, this is my lot in life, and I need something safe, predictable, steady. You know, what's the, what are the benefits or whatever? No, the benefit, like, you choose jobs primarily based on comfort and convenience. Mm. You are sacrificing your soul. You're mm. sacrificing. The, and it also, another thing that I love challenging people on, you're sacrificing the greatness that you're called to bring in the world. Mm. Every single person has something that they are called to bring in the world that they are great at. And my, it could be accounting. Like, I am grateful for the people in my life that are amazing at that. I am grateful for, uh, you know, home builders that are incredible at that. I'm grateful for... Uh, my house cleaner, she's amazing, right? Like it makes for people that cook really well. Mm-hmm. Um, my fiance sings amazingly. Like I'm, I'm not going to go and try and sing, but if I, so I actually review my strengths and my wiring frequently and, and I teach on it. So it helps me, um, become more anchored to it. So doing those tests and then reviewing it in a group format or like you can do it with your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Like that's like my fiance and I early on, um, we dove into the Myers-Briggs pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. And I'm an INTP, which is an architect. Um, she's an ENFJ. Uh, I forgot what that one, the acronym is on that. But her skill set and her personality, uh, like I understand it so much better of her extroverted nature and needing to be around people when I'm a little introverted mm-hmm. or I need to have deep conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I skip right past the small talk <laughs> and, and, uh, and then, but learning that stuff, then she also realized she found out that my personality type is the only one that has support groups. Mm. So like the <laughs> support groups for the significant others of the INTPs. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's so, amazing. So she's online and she's in all these support groups and, and checking out why is he like this and why doesn't he just want to like unplug from everyone for a while? <laughs> I feel so rejected, you know, yes. and I'm like, no, babe, I need to escape mm. so I can swim in my own thoughts for a little while and dive in and and create the stuff that I'm called to create. If I was with her all the time and with someone all the time. Mm-hmm the greatness I'm called to bring in the world would die. It wouldn't happen. I'd just be agitated and frustrated. So I definitely can (laughs) definitely like that. (laughs) And right now my soul is like, you need to get away again, (laughs) but that's okay. We're going to figure it out. We're figuring it out as we go. That's Um, (laughs) That's the best part though about life is that the journey is the most fun and it's just this Mm -hmm. constant, constant feedback loop of, Uh, it's always telling you what you should do next. And that's so exciting because it's up to us if we're going to follow it, if if that's what we really should do, if it's giving us a mixed message. I don't know. I love that. So it's just Mm -hmm. the journey of what are you going to follow? What are you going to create next? It's so beautiful. So what else, what is your favorite part of your course that you started? What are you seeing the most? What do you think it helps people the most with? Hmm. That's great. Um, I would say the the part that I'm probably most proud of 
at the end of the day, like my course and my life mission, and you guys helped me realize this a little bit, is about fulfillment. Mm. And I am I am grateful and I'm excited. Like I'm thinking through the process of really the core essence of the course is the fulfilled entrepreneur. Mm. How do we create fulfillment? And for me, fulfillment meant, man, I have a growing business that's thriving, that is doing great stuff, but then I also have an amazing quality of life and I can unplug from my business. Like I was in LA for three weeks. Guess how many team meetings I went to? Zero. Mm. Like I literally, my team, my leaders met and did the team meetings. You know, I sent a, I sent two videos, like three minute videos of me just giving updates and inspiration and encouragement. And then I was out. I didn't even have to meet with my team because I've already like, at least on the team format, I still met with my executive assistant and, and gave her some input, you know, virtually. But I had freedom and and I got to work on some interesting stuff and explore some interesting things. And that, for me, that's that's fulfilling. And I got the variety and I got the slower pace of life. You know, I was in Malibu where, heck, every other place we were staying at, I didn't even have cell phone coverage. I'd have to, like this mor- yesterday morning, I'm, I get up at, uh, 4 a.m. To, to get a lift to hit the airport. I didn't have cell phone coverage in, at the house. So I had to, in the middle of the rain, I had to run to the top of the neighborhood because <laughs> I couldn't get any, because I finally found a lift that would pick us up and it was 20 minutes away. And I was like, this is my only shot to get to the airport. <laughs> I, I'm running to the top of the hill of the neighborhood and calling this Lyft driver so that I make sure she comes and picks me up. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That she knows this, that I'm not canceling, that I really need her to come and pick me up. <laughs> and so at 4 a.m., I'm sprinting up a hill in the dark with my phone flashlight out <laughs> and until I got coverage. And But I, I, while I was there, you know, I was unplugged so much, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed. And I, I read, and I worked on some creative projects and stuff. And it was amazing. Mm. And I came back restored and ready to crush it. Oh, I love that. You know, that's one thing about you that I really love is that uh, I can tell your passion for wanting other people to live a fulfilled quality life. You want them to know what is out there and what is possible for them. That's why I love that you put this together um, because you have more hours from self-development and books than just, I mean, honestly, just about anyone that I know because you are so, uh, you love you love to dive into it. It's what you do. It's your purpose on the planet. Mm-hmm. So when you say a fulfilled life, what does that mean to you? But then what does it, what do you think it means for other people? Good question. So for me, a fulfilled life is I'm experiencing the the success in my business that I want to experience in the way I want to experience it. Like I want to build businesses where, you know what, we hire and bring on really great team members. They're well compensated. They have fun. They love each other. They love the work environment, but they love being challenged and pushed a little bit too. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so if I look as a leader, like I see someday I might have 500 or a thousand employees, maybe, maybe not, who knows. But I, if I'm creating that organization and architecting that organization, then whether it's 20 people or 5,000 people, I feel a responsibility. These guys are dedicating some of the best hours of their life to me and to what we're creating to the vision. I'm responsible for creating 
the opportunity for fulfillment. Now, and, and so I look at fulfillment, they've got to be doing something, doing work that is meaningful, mm-hmm. and I've got to anchor them. Most, most team members, um, and myself included, we can lose sight of the greater purpose of why we're doing it. So I got to help them remember that, you know, our, with our marketing ele- agency, Elevate United, we help um, great people, entrepreneurs, creators that are doing something great in the world. We help bring their ideas to life or help optimize their ideas, help create momentum, and that creates joy. We create progress. And and that's satisfying because one of the most frustrating things as a business owner is like how I'm I'm not progressing in the way that I should. Mm-hmm. And so that brings me joy knowing we're serving, you know, businesses first exert first exist to serve the world and make it a better place. That's our mm-hmm. ethos. Um, so if I'm doing that, if I'm doing those two things, and then I have a fulfilled life and a congruent life with, you know, my significant other and with my kids one day and with my friends, where we have these deep, loving relationships, but we also call out or bring out the best in each other. Um, and then, you know, I have health physically. I feel great. I'm working out. I'm exercising. I'm eating clean those things and uh and my stress levels are managed so that i have that I stay in that rhythm mm-hmm. that's fulfillment and and so i look at you know for other people too like you know we we have we're here for a purpose and we have real divine gifts um and we're called to greatness mm-hmm. and if you want to settle for mediocre you know um erwin mcmanus from la he's he said we're something that still resonates with me. He said, we, if we want to linger in the apathetic neutral ground of mediocrity, mm. we give up our destiny. Mm. Wow. And so for you, for us, mm-hmm. like that's, I'm, I'm not called to live in mediocrity. I look at my team members. If they're, if they're living in mediocrity and they're satisfied with that, then they're not right for me. Mm-hmm. I want, uh, but fortunately I don't, as of right now, I don't feel like I have any of those. So mm, that's so good. Yeah, that and that's an amazing quote. So what is I, I think what where people get stuck, right? Because I know that's a big word for people. I'm just stuck. I don't know what my next step is. Um, I feel lost. I I have no clue how to, you know, hire a team or anything like that. What would you what would your answer for those people who just feel stuck? Don't even know the next step right now. I would say take a step. If you don't know what the next step is, hey, you can reverse steps if you need to, but but take some steps. Mm-hmm. For, like uh, sometimes inaction, sometimes it is appropriate to not take action, but oftentimes I, I would rather regret taking action and trying something than not taking action and regretting missing the opportunity. I feel like I I want to fail forward faster. Yes. And so, uh, you know, some things I, I would ask people and I ask people frequently, what are your gifts? What are your areas of genius? Do you know them? If you don't know them, if you don't have that self-awareness right now, you're, I mean, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. You're, mm-hmm. I, I know you may think some think those personality tests and stuff are bogus or whatever or not accurate. Well, it depends on if you answer the questions accurately. Um, so it can be a user error, but those, those things, 
it's, they, they, they're not going to tell the whole picture by any means, but they give you a part of the picture. Mm-hmm. And then you use, using your intuition. I ask friends and, and, you know, like you guys ask you guys for feedback and, mm-hmm. and direction and, uh, as well. And then, but I, I don't just sit on it. Like I take action on it. The closer, the people that really gain momentum in life are, in my opinion, part of, part of what they do is they're the gap between, um, this is a good idea. I should do it someday. And actually doing it is pretty narrow. Mm. Like I, I, when I meet with someone, if I do a pro bono, you know, consult session and they ask for my advice two or three weeks later, but they hadn't done anything that I, that we talked about and we looked at and they knew they should do at the end of our first session. What the hell am I doing? Mm. I, that's like, even, uh, Sarah's my fiance's brother, like at one point he asked for some advice and then I gave him two rounds of advice and starting his business business and growing it. He hadn't bought the books that we had talked about and he hadn't taken action on any of it. It's like, I'm not, no, I'm not going to meet with you again and give you another, I, I'm not here to be intellectual and entertainment. I'm here to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, if you're going to, if you're going to take time out of my life and energy out of my life, Step up, mm. take action. You know how how many of your listeners and would their lives would be irrevocably changed if they just took action on the handful of things that they know they should right now. Mm. One one tiny thing. It's amazing how one small thing. There'll be times where I'm just like I have no clue what to do, but I'll sit down and research it, and that that's yeah. like my first step. You know, it's like okay, well, it's better than sitting here going, I don't know what to do and pouting over it and feeling bad yeah. and then telling some people, I don't know what to do. Like that's not getting me anywhere, but you know, starting with a book mm-hmm. or Google, it's really been quite incredible what Google's yeah. brought into my life. But really? really that sounds crazy, but you know, there's, there's courses like yours. There's amazing books. There's podcasts. Like there is no reason you could, you could just spend days on the computer getting every single answer that you possibly could ever need for free. Literally yeah. everything. It's insane. It's so, unreal. so everything we talked about, I have a feeling could be answered in your course. So for people who are, um, interested in joining your course or your mastermind, what, what can we do? Where can we go? So good question. Uh, go to mikezeller.com, mikezeller.com. That's Z E L E R and have the course, uh, I think that starts because I believe one of the things that most of us want Some of us aren't at this level. Some of us are at the next level, which is like I've got more business, more productivity than I can handle, and but I'm trapped. Mm -hmm. But I have a little webinar there that you can register for how to three x your or double your productivity. Um, Because I believe, hey, my first principle: I'm driven by business. I want to grow. I want to make more money. I want to have more success, more impact, grow. I'm driven by progress. Um, but I'm driven by love as well. I'm driven by fulfillment, but I'm not going to have those two as much if I don't have, uh, the progress that I want. Mm. So courses there, um, the mastermind is risingstarsmastermind.com, but you can link on it on my mikezeller.com. It is an application process. Uh, we have about three or four spots available right now. 
So we're starting again in uh, Austin, Texas is our next round in in uh, October. So I'm really excited. It's a two and a half day event once a quarter. And um, uh, I think actually we're going to have you guys come and speak at uh, the one in L.A. So we just got to firm up the dates, talked mm-hmm. with Chris at least. So, yes. which I would love to have, Lori, if you are oh, uh, available. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so beautiful. But um, uh, so I'm super pumped about that. And uh, yeah, so you can check it out there. So. Awesome. Well, I am so honored to have had you on the podcast. And Mike, we've loved, loved, loved working with you and talking with you and your fiance. And um, there's just, like you said, you love to dive into conversation. And that's absolutely our favorite too. So um, we look forward to many other amazing conversations and collaborations. So thank you just for all the work that you put out into the world because you truly want to serve people and share the things that have shifted your life. So I just want to appreciate and acknowledge you for that. Uh, you're the best, Lori. And, and likewise, Sarah and I, after spending three days with you guys, we were like, you know what? We This is our favorite couple in L.A. We Aww. love these guys. They're just so kind and generous and fun and up to something with their with your life. And and it was amazing. So we we look forward to many, many more times with you guys. Oh, so, so grateful for you. So, Mike, I have one last question that I close all of my um, podcasts right. with. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. It's the elevator question. <laughs> so if you are in an elevator ride with somebody and it's only like 30 seconds long, that's all you have with this person and they look over at you and they say, how can I make myself happy? What do you say? Hmm. I would say quit hiding in the shadows, step into your greatness and love and serve at an extraordinary level. Mm, So beautiful. Thank you so much for that. And you guys, if you loved this episode as much as I did, make sure you share it with your friends. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye.